What it do, what it do. His day and mine's here. Biggest smile in the world. When I tell the truth from me to you. Oh my gosh. It feels so foreign to say that. <laughs> Y'all, it's been a minute since I've been on this joint, man. It's been a long time. And I say a long time, really, it's been like a week. So I'm being a little dramatic. But for me, that feels like it's gone forever from y'all. Um, and I still got people who go to my podcast and listen. Or maybe even re-listen, I feel like. Because my audience is still there. <laughs> um, right now, you might hear the fan in my room. And my blinds going back and forth. Right now, I'm in the bathroom sitting and kind of like... Um, and a lot of things right now in my life are resonating and I just got off the phone with my mom's but shout out to my mom she gives me the best wisdom that there is I mean God knows all he's, he's the, he knows all he's there in all um, but she definitely gives me some great wisdom that I heed from and I take with discernment and what valuable it is to me and she definitely hits me hard when she speaks to me so please you know love your moms out there <laughs> I do want to say that, uh, also guys, I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. I got a girlfriend. I know, I do. Damn, my eyes got a boot. <laughs> I got a girl. She's amazing. Abigail Dixon. She was on my podcast a while back when we did a thing together. When we, um, I basically interviewed her, but also just talked with her about our five non-negotiables. Check that out. It's still streaming. Um, y'all will love it. Great for people who just want to know things about what they need before they date somebody to, to have stand firm for their non-negotiables. Um, but other than that, guys, I do want to say it's been a great relationship with her. She's also just an amazing woman, an amazing human being. And I pray God leads us through a great adventure together and, and we stay within his will and his purpose, what we need to do. So we definitely do Bible studies together, um, have a prayer journal. We have things that set a foundation for with God to make sure he's always at the forefront as well as he is our um, our cement, our concrete um, while we stack the, the, the bricks on top of that. And he's always there. Um, also, guys, I want to say thank you all still for um, supporting me as I've not been on this podcast. I've just been setting a groundwork in this relationship. I've also just been finding new things about myself in this relationship. And it's giving me a lot more things to talk about because I'm dating somebody now. So I'm not no more speaking from an outside view or from my past experiences, more just now from the now and what I am going through and what new things are being brought out of me because of my new relationship that I am in. And um, it's been amazing, um, but definitely has shown true colors about me. Not in a bad way. Trust me, guys. I respect all women and my girl, she knows I got her back. That's a fact. <laughs> but I have definitely been... Um, Finding new things out about myself that I forgot that was there or did not know it was there because I haven't been in a relationship in such a long time. Um, she's definitely helped out with that as well as me helping her. We've broken down walls from within each other, from, from within each other that um, we had held up in the beginning. Um, we haven't been dating too long, but in a, in a while that we have been dating, we've just been definitely taking good steps together and basically just setting a really good groundwork. I know groundwork doesn't take the first month of y'all straight. No, it can be four months, four years before you go together for the rest of the 40 years, you know, um, but definitely we've been doing that and it's been so well. But my podcast today, guys, um, it just hit me hard on what to talk about. And I'm never and I haven't put anything out to talk about because the fact is I haven't felt anything in my heart to say. 
I've been going through so much over here that I felt it's wrong to y'all to talk to y'all if I don't really understand what I need to say on, on the call, on, on, on the podcast. Because it's not right. If I don't have something really for me to say to y'all, I don't just want to say something just to put something out there. Because everything I want to say to my audience or my fans or the people who support me endlessly, I want to make sure what I say to y'all is always valuable. And right now, what I'm going to say is this. In this relationship, in this process of getting to understand myself through somebody else or having someone else helping to understand myself, I realized there's, there's one key thing about me that I've never noticed. And I'm going to be totally transparent with y'all. Super transparent. Because y'all deserve this as well as I pray to God that I, I say the things I need to say and someone out there hears this. Growing up, there was something about me that people not despised but wasn't always too keen on hanging around me because I was, I guess you could say, goofy. My smile was so big at the time that someone even told me my smile was overwhelming. <laughs> mm, that hurts. Um, even that still kicks hit, hit me in the back of the head like, dang, that person really said that? You got balls to say to me? Um, <laughs> also, um, there's just a lot of things about me. I'm goofy. I'm, I'm, I'm the keyword weird. The Another keyword is too much. Um, extra. There's so many words that can go into play about Daniel Myers that was said to me throughout the years that now I can say and it's like I am that and I embody it. But one thing that has always hit me that I didn't realize that affects me now, especially in this relationship when there's somebody who is such amazing as her that I know not ha- has been an issue, but has been seen and we always talked about it, but never talked about it, just around it because I didn't necessarily know what was going on. Um, but in the process of people feeling like they like this guy's weird. They always had this thing that, oh, sorry, I'm feeling it in my bones right now. They always had this thing where I didn't know, but I felt rejected. I felt rejected from the friend group. I felt secluded, not by choice. I was a lone soul, but happening of the choice by others. I was rejected in so many different ways that it always hurt me. It always made me feel less than who I was. And I didn't realize that feeling was rejection until now talking to my mom and, and she telling me, ask, telling me to ask God to tell me why I get so insecure when attitude is brought out of by a woman. When she does it to me, I don't snap back. I'm not trying to say Africa has a huge attitude, but when there's little, little key moments when we both get a little catch a two with each other, um, I, w- I don't snap back. I will look you dead in the face and tell you, you can... You can act ugly or spiteful towards a brother, but I will still give you love. But in reality, I, I'm, I'm giving you love back. But what I felt from the action that I received was that like, I was almost pain. But not pain like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a ball crying, but like I would get quiet and I would shut down. And I didn't know why. I don't think it was really because of what she did. But in reality, it was because of what's been happening to me. It's because of what I've always been going through, through, through past relationships, through past friendships, through just past traumas. There's so many things that rejection was the root of the cause. And I didn't really feel that until I was watching a podcast of a, of a, of a not a podcast. I was watching a sermon, the speaker talking, and he says, be careful of letting um, um, re- rejection set as a root within your heart. Because it will interfere in your further relationships. And I didn't realize that when he said that. I stopped the video and I was like, oh my God. The moment my mother prayed, not really prayed, but the moment she said, down, just ask God to open it up to you. Literally after this phone call, I'm sitting on the toilet, taking a dump. Just really, I'm letting y'all know. I was, I was just chilling out, relaxing. Like, God, let me know what's happening, G. 
And right there, I'll play this video and man, so much throughout my life, I've been, so much throughout my life, I was pushed away. So much throughout my life, I felt like I was secluded and I couldn't ever be a part of anything because in some way, there was always one person. You know, the, 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 they said the devil doesn't know what you're thinking, but when you say, when you speak up things out loud, he will use it against you. And I felt like when I spoke so much about people uh, thinking I was weird and not wanting to hang out with me, it was used against me when I would have a happy moment and one person would say something to make me feel like I was not in it. I was not within a friend group. I was not within a relationship. I was not within the place I was at. And instead, I was without from even an out-of-body moment in a way. Like, watching myself for lonely. And that happened so much throughout my life and I didn't realize it and I don't like that. Guys, that's not a good feeling. And I've been and I would take fault in letting rejection setting as a root within this tree that I'm trying to grow in my life. And I don't want that to be one of my roots to live. Especially not if I have a family one day, especially not if I want to give advice to somebody one day. I don't want to speak so heavy about something that I'm not truly understanding about myself. And that is rejection was the is my biggest enemy. Especially when it comes to this, I've now am growing older. I've chosen to be a lone soul. I've chosen to to love my own company because I always felt rejected, so I never wanted to feel that way. But I did that in fear of having to feel rejected, so I didn't do it the right way. I didn't start to love my own company because of me wanting to love myself. It was more because I just didn't want to be rejected by anyone else. I didn't want to be rejected by a friend group. That's why I pushed so many of my friends away. Because in some ways, I'm always fearful of that one moment when they look at me like, yo, who is this dude? Even if they say, yo, damn, we said that, but we really love you. Nah, G, because that first thing you said was really what hit me. That first response was the first initial response. That's, that's the one thing you really feel about me. You just say that because now you don't want to feel bad for what you just said to me. But that's how I will feel. And that's why I chose to be by myself. And guys, it's not a good feeling to have. Because why would you want to... Why would you want to fear the enjoyment of others, what God puts around you, the friends, the family, because you just don't want to look, people to look at you weird. I have, I, I'm going to put my foot down and I'm going to say, gee, look at you, Daniel. I want to dress myself as if God was speaking to me. Yo, you got to understand that you, my mother told me to live within myself. That all these smart people in this world, the Albert Einsteins, the, the, the people who were, the Bill Gates, the people, all the money, they were simple people. They were simple because they lived within themselves. They, they did what was easy to them, but they did it so much that it was them. They didn't fear being rejected because they knew society would reject somebody who was so understanding of who they were supposed to be and not what society wanted them to be. And I, I, I haven't accepted that. And so I apologize to my girlfriend when she listens to this, like, yo, like, I don't want you to feel like if you get an attitude with me, I'm going to get sad. And, and you tell me to move. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you don't want me no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that way. Because in reality, I just want to be a great man of God who understands that he made me for a reason. That he made me to live within his purpose that he gave me. That his plan was to, to, to better me, to uplift me, to show the world who I am through his grace. And I, I got to understand that I have to resonate in that. That rejection won't be my enemy no more because God doesn't reject me. He doesn't reject me, man. I got to live in that. If I know he don't reject me, then I got nothing to fear. So I ask you guys to pray for a brother out there. Hear my pain that someone else feels the same way. Because nobody else should feel this way. 
What it do, what it do. Damn, my biggest smile in the world. Well, I tell the truth from me to you. I'm going to let y'all go because I'm going to ball out. <laughs> thank y'all for listening to me and bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the, 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 the great support you put around me through my mother, through my family, through the relationship that I have, through any person of my friends that was still here with me. I thank y'all because I've been gone trying to figure out who this brother is and I'm here. I'm here within God. He's going to give me a strength that I'm going to lean on because he is my cement to where I will never fall and feel like I'm going to fall through because that brother will always be the foundation for me to stand upon and, and then be myself so y'all can be you. Be you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank God and amen. I'll catch y'all later, man. <laughs>